I wanted to speak about uh, a favourite of mine. I'm certainly he's a favourite of a lot of people who uh, tune into 2GB, and that is the great and late cartoonist Bill Leake. He passed away tragically, unexpectedly, in March this year, and we've talked a lot about his contribution over the years to political debate and our sense of fun in this country over many, many decades. A new book is being launched this week. It's called The Bleak Picture. It's coming out from HarperCollins. I've had a look at it, a sneak preview of it in the last few days or so. It's got a great collection of some of Bill Leake's greatest cartoons, also some brilliant writing from Bill and by other writers about Bill. And uh, I'm joined on the line now by Fred Paul, who's a journalist and a former colleague and a great mate of Bill Leake's, who's been instrumental in putting this book together. Thanks for joining us, Fred. Oh, pleasure, Chris. Thank you. Mate, so one of the things I really love about this book is the way that you've gone out and interviewed some of Bill's victims, if you like, some of the people that Bill has drawn uh, caricatures of, the politicians that he's mocked uh, both physically in his cartoons and in terms of their, their political positions in the messages from his cartoons. Yeah, Bill, Bill's most uh, kind of emphatic period or one of the more emphatic periods of his career was during the 90s and the, uh, and the Howard era. And I've got to say, I was delighted and surprised that a lot of his, his most uh, egregious victims were more than happy to talk to me. It was really quite charming, to be honest. I mean, uh, Philip Ruddock, I thought, oh, this, I haven't got a chance here. I mean, Bill drew Philip as Frankenstein. Yeah, he used to look like the the Walking Dead, didn't he? He was like yeah, a cadaver. Yeah. A cadaver, yeah, yeah. And and evil. He locked up, uh, you know, according to Bill, uh, he locked up Santa in a you know refugee centre because, you know, Philip Ruddock standing on one side of the razor wire saying, I don't care who you think you are, you know. So, you know, Ruddock was more than happy to meet me and uh, we had a really good chat and he was, um, he was, you know, Perfectly frank that uh, you know he took all that on the chin, as did all he all the ca- all his cabinet colleagues from that era. You spoke um, also to my old mate uh, Alexander Downer, who had to, of course, weather the uh, the humiliation of being drawn with a fishnet stocking on his oh. leg every time there was a Bill Leak cartoon. <laughs> I got to say, there was a poignant moment when uh, when I spoke to Alex because. Um, he said, I mean, there were countless times when I stood next to Bill and he put the finishing touches on something that, that utterly humiliated Alexander Downer, which was, as you say, the stiletto and the stocking. And every time he did it, we'd just fall about laughing. And oh, this was ridiculous. You know? But Alex actually said to me, you know, he, he, he said it never, never bothered him because he was policy-oriented and didn't care what his opponents thought. But he, his, his, key, um, his key response was that... Um, uh, I've got it. I've got it written here somewhere. Um, oh, that's right. He goes. I thought the lefties were the ones who were tolerant of sexual ambiguity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, geez, that that kind of stings actually because <laughs> you know we, I was a bit of a lefty back in those days myself, and um, he, he yeah is very very. Uh, um, very poignant. So you today. spoke. Uh, you spoke to to, to those uh, gentlemen we've just mentioned. You also spoke to John Howard. Now, uh, tell us about um, what was it that hurt the most in the cartoons from Bill Lick? Because seeing the way they looked, seeing their caricature, must have been pretty confronting. When the way Bill would uh, exaggerate any of your sort of physical frailties or physical imperfections, but also, of course, he had such a razor sharp. Uh, wit when it came to his political satire. He was really attacking their political positions. What do you think hurt these victims most? Well, the politics of it, I was, I was actually um, uh, I was actually pleased to, 
to hear them all say that they were never bothered by Bill's politics. I, I find that enormously encouraging because it, it means that everyone involved in that process was, um, you know, kind of subscribed to the, uh, to the benefits of robust debate. So, um, you know, <clears throat> everyone, Downer, uh, Howard, um, Vance, Jones, Philip Ruddock, um, Graham Richardson, Tony Abbott, they all, they all said, um, you know, the politics didn't matter. I think, you know, the, the visual uh, humiliation, I, I, it had to have stung. I mean, with, with Amanda Vanstone, I'd actually, you know, I, I, I don't think I'm, I'm talking out of school here, but it actually took me quite a bit of effort to get to convince her to talk to us because I think his depictions of, of Amanda were actually... Um, probably the cruelest of all. See, this and is the thing about being such a brilliant cartoonist uh, as Bill Leake was. Of course, apart from the skill, the wonderful draftsmanship and the clever, the cleverness to have the political lines and the jokes, you've actually got to be a bit rude and very courageous as well. Yeah, you sure do. Yeah, and there were, I mean, those depictions, I mean, Bill just didn't take a backward step, you know. And actually, Richo says a really flattering thing um, in one of the interviews. He says, um, uh, he says, a lot of people call themselves fearless, but they're actually not. Bill was fearless because there was no one who was too big for him to take on. And there's, there's actually not many people who would kind of fit that description now. And, 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 and Richo is actually being very magnanimous in that because um, most of our conversation was based on their brief falling out. Um, Bill did a Bill did quite a uh, ruthless cartoon of Richo um, delivering Fairfax papers to Kerry Packer back in the day, which actually never happened. But it was often often insinuated, and um, you know everyone kind of perceived Richo at some stage to be in in Kerry Packer's lap, and he and he wasn't. And Richo actually got Bill to admit. Uh, later in life, that that cartoon was incorrect. And the, the, the wonderful thing about it is that it never actually affected their friendship. Richo took it on the chin. He, uh, you know, I think that they didn't talk for a couple of years. But, you know. <laughs> Just a couple <laughs> of years. You're yeah. listening to Sunday Evenings, Michael Packey and Chris Kenny on 2GB. We're speaking to Fred Paul about the book that's putting together, pulling together some of the great insights into our great friend and Fred's late great friend, Bill Leake, who passed away in March this year. The book is called The Bleak Picture. Just tell us a little bit about it, Fred, uh, how it's come together and, uh, and when it's going to be launched. Oh mate, it was just such an honour to be part of it. It, um, you know, I was uh, I was working at the Australian at the time, and Steve Waterson and I were commissioned to put it together. Steve is the uh, is the editor, and and I um I, I wrote a, I wrote a fair amount of it, but I, I've got to concede the best the best two pieces in it are written by Warren Brown and Brendan O'Neill. That their essays alone are just just you know magnificent so uh, steve and i um the first thing we did we went down into the basement of news corp and into the archive of the newspapers um some of which you know the electronic uh, the digitization of some of these papers wasn't you know quite as so you've uh, gone through uh, all the old uh, cartoons and got the oh, best of them mate, we spent a very pleasant afternoon <laughs> yeah, i'm very envious and, and laughing our heads off and then we got milan skip um uh, Milan, the photo editor at the Australian, to uh, get it, put together a digital archive of Bill's cartoons, and we selected, uh, you know, almost a couple of hundred for the book. The, the cartoons were always going to be the uh, the centerpiece of the book, and our words were going to fit around it. Um, so, and like I said, we commissioned Carolyn Overington, Brendan O'Neill, Warren. 
Brown and a few others to uh, to write for us. But I mean, I, the, the book is just such a treasure. I mean, it I've had a bit. Fantastic. I've had a quick look at it, uh, Fred. It comes up uh, absolutely brilliantly. It's a handsome looking book, high quality, fantastic cartoons, and brilliant writing in it, as you say. Uh, and it's going to be launched on Tuesday night. I can't wait to be there and catch up with you then, mate. Uh, I really thank you for joining us. Wonderful. Thanks, mate.